This is the Horse Radio Network. Hello, everyone. This is your producer, Jemmy, with episode number 1967, A Best Of. It's the 4th of July, and the gang is out today, so we are rolling things back to April 5th, 2017, when they learned about kissing spines, played trivia with listeners, and met precious Magic Gallup Jennings. Listen in, and happy birthday, America! Cashel Company is your proud source for English tack, equipment, and accessories, and they have been for a long time. From cushion pads to saddlebags to fit your English saddle, Cashel Company has what you need. Their full line of accessories, such as the rolling crew bag, hay bale bag, and fan bag, help make chores easier and keep you organized at the barn or on the road. Of course, you can still find the same fly protection you have trusted for decades in standard designs or limited edition colors and patterns. You can find the Featherflex girth in jump or dressage style and a wide range of tush cushions to fit your English saddle as well. If you need it, chances are Cashel Company has it. Be sure to check them out online at CashelCompany.com. Well, happy Wednesday, everybody. I am Glenn the Geek from Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings from Flag is Up Farms in Solvang, California. And you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for April 5th, episode 1669. This episode is brought to you by our friends at horselovers.com. Good morning, horse world. Everybody up, rise and shine. It's a new day. It's Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Here we can go again. And away we go. That's right. It's Wednesday. It's early. How are you feeling, Glenn? I'm better. I'm getting much better every day. I actually feel human today for the first time in in three weeks. So that's good. Man, that took you a while to shake off the uh, Alltech a, Arena flu that you got. True. It was a tough one. Tough one, but I'm feeling much better. I just, boy, we got to keep, keep our friends in the South. We have a lot of listeners in the South who have to keep their yeah. heads down today. Uh, Poor Atlanta, man. They already lost their dang freeway in a big fire. Now it's just a tornado's coming. They had the, trying to clean that city up. I finally figured out, have you heard the term Torcon before? They always they love to throw that one around on the Weather Channel. It's a Torcon of seven today, which is what it is across the South. That, I don't know what a Torcon okay, is. You I finally, said that, and I thought you misspoke. No, I finally figured it out. That's the chances of a tornado. And what it means is if it's out of 100%, so a seven out of 10, 70% chance of a tornado hitting within 50 miles of you. That's what the Torcon scale says. So they, all over the South today, there's a 70% chance of a tornado hitting within 50 miles of you. God, that sounds so Torcon. I, I know. <laughs> well, tornadoes are kind of... Uh, but yeah, it was, it was, it, there was some nasty weather yesterday. We had rain all day for the first time, though, in months. We're glad to have it. 
You've been getting more yeah. rain than us in, in Phoenix. <clears throat> I know. I know. It's been crazy. But yeah, I left the land of dust allergies. Every, anybody who says Phoenix, you don't have allergies, is lying to themselves. <laughs> because it is awful because it's a like constant blowing dust and things. And then I've come to Flag is Up, which has ha- California has had so much rain that everything is green and blooming. And I'm like, I can't breathe. <laughs> Sorry, I have massive allergies and I'm just not set up for this. So if you see me, hear me sneezing or something like that, forgive me. Go be kind. <laughs> All of us are. Jennifer never has allergies and she's even has them. So we're going to be, we're going to sound great this morning, but then we're going to sound like our <laughs> listeners who are all sneezing and blowing too. One of the girls there is from Sweden. And she sneezed the other day, and I was like, ah, oh, bless you. She's like, no, I love sneezing. It feels so good. And I'm like, you must not do it 10,000 <laughs> times a day. She loves sneezing? That's a She's different like, one. I love sneezing. It makes me feel good. It cleans you out. I'm like, I must be really, really clean because I sneeze 150 times a day. <laughs> Did you ask her why we have so many Swedish listeners? Did you ask her that question? I didn't, but uh, she's one, so (laughs) (laughs) thanks, Gabby. All right, um, Jennifer, what's coming up on today's show? And I will ask, by the way. (laughs) Coming up on today's Horselovers.com Crappy List Wednesday edition, the ND Flax Mill Health Report features Dr. Werner from Haggard with the straight and narrow on kissing spines. After the break, we will enjoy a few rounds of team trivia. Woo-hoo! Yay, trivia! Filling in the negative space, <laughs> we'll have a di- have to dissect a list or two. So stay tuned for the fray, folks. Thank you very much. Plus, we got to hear about Jamie's adventures over the last couple of days. I'm excited <laughs> to hear. I saw pictures, but now we got to hear. Uh oh, where my daily winnie go? Oh, my daily winnies are gone. What happened to my daily uh-oh. winnies? I look, my system just got fixed, and now my daily winnies have disappeared. They're not there. Thank you. Well, my daily winnie, be prepared to do that again. My daily winnie goes out to Nick Skelton and Big Star, who it was announced yesterday. This is the big news in the horse world uh, that they're retiring. Nick Skelton has announced his retirement. And Big Star, if you remember correctly, is a stallion who he won uh, two Olympic gold medals on. And we used to talk about Nick Skelton all the time when Victoria was here. Uh, he's retiring from the sport of jumping, uh, an official se- farewell ceremony will be held for him at the Royal Windsor Horse Show on May 14th for him and his partner. He said, I've always stated that when Big Star finished, I would too. This sport has given me more than I could ever have hoped for in the past 43 years, and it's such a difficult decision to make, but I'm not getting any younger, and it's nice for the two of us to end on the highest note possible. Get this. So Nick Skelton has won 16 championship medals, two Olympic golds, five at world championships, and nine European medals, as well as the junior European title in 1975. Do you just imagine him sitting on a porch drinking a glass of wine swinging away and big stars sitting right next to him like having a glass of wine <laughs> i imagine I him making buku bucks doing clinics around the world is what i imagine well that's not as romantic as what i saw <laughs> that's, what, that's what i imagined i don't think i'm seeing him on a porch anytime soon but you know he broke his back he's had some serious falls now i thought the that his or broke his neck he broke that broke in 2000 neck. and i thought that was more recent than that but Apparently not. 
<clears throat> well, the horse and hound is probably wrong. You know, that's like, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> All right, ready? Dun, 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 dun. Thank you very oh, much. A- Your turn for <laughs> a daily one. one. <laughs> My daily winnie goes out to Joseph and Diane Berto, which are the creators, inventors, distributors of the Flex and Fork and the Shake and Fork. Equity. I got equitymfg.com. I got a package in the mail the other day, and it looked oddly shaped like a flex and fork that gets mailed, but it was smaller. So uh, I open up the box and uh, pull out the letter, and I wish I had it in front of me because it was absolutely hysterical. And Joseph, I'm sorry. This happened while you were gone, Glenn, and I, I didn't want to talk about it until you were back, and then you got back, and then I left. So sorry I forgot the letter, but it was not for me. The letter and the box were addressed to Lucas. And the letter said, Dear Lucas, let me stop. Do you guys remember when I was out here about a month ago and Monty was doing a demo and I brought Abby out here and they were doing the, you know, introducing lead up this. And and so Monty goes in the round pin with a starter horse and he's going to do a join up for people and show them this amazing thing. And, there's a 300 people standing at the top of the round pin looking down into it. It's quiet as a pin. And my child, they, the horse poops and somebody comes in to clean it up and they walk in with a flex and fork and it's deadly silent. Monty's trying to have this beautiful moment. And my child goes, Hey, we have that fork. <laughs> Because it's blue and yellow. It looks just like <laughs> Did Monty and laugh? Like, Did Monty laugh? Oh, no, he was like, I need it quiet. Like, he didn't know who it was. But it, it, it just, it was so embarrassing. And so the letter, yeah, it's like that girl moment for sure, right? I'm super, I'm blushing talking about it. So the the letter said, Dear Lucas, we understand that at a recent event at Flag is Up Parm, you let everybody know that you also had that fork and we appreciate it, but we wanted to send you one that was more your size. And they sent me like a telescoping flex and fork. You can actually, it's small. It's short for little kids. So you can get oh, really? your kids out there cleaning the pastures. Yeah. It's like a, lo- a, a Lucas short. size. Is the uh, basket smaller? The basket's the same size, but they're so light. It doesn't matter. Yeah, that's true. So you scoop. It's his size. And then when (laughs) he gets taller, you can pop it out and make it normal size. Do they sell those? I don't know. He's amazing. Joseph and Diana, they're like crazy evil geniuses. They're so cool. And I can't believe they sent him one. It was such a nice gift. And um, now my child is obsessed with using his fork in the pasture. And you've given me, Joseph and Diane, the greatest gift that one can ever give. A child that wants to pick up poop. <laughs> ah, it's amazing. Thank you guys oh, that's so cool. much. I didn't, uh, well, Jennifer, so, you'll have to check on their website. Go to uh, shakenfork.com or, uh, and, or equitymfg.com and see if they do have the telescoping handle. That would be interesting to know. I call, I call it that. I don't know what he calls it, but it's like adjustable handle for, for tiny people. So even th- those of us that are... Um, height challenged <laughs> maybe you want to get it on this too because it was awesome so excited. well you know and i can see because that one fits me really well and i'm six one so i can yeah. see where that uh, where an adjustable handle for people for people like you that are a foot shorter would be handy 
Uh, yeah, it was, it's really cool. And it's just really <clears throat> sweet. You should have seen the excitement on a two-year-old face. <laughs> Did he write his name on it? Did he put his it, name it, on it? <laughs> uh, not yet. He's going to. Um, yeah, so the box came and, and it said, Lucas, and I was like, this is for you, bud. And I saw your three-year-old who gets a package in the mail. Like Christmas. Is, <laughs> oh my God. It was great. And then, to, you know, sometimes I'll be like, I got you a surprise. And I pull something out. He's like, oh. You know, and th- so like when I pulled this out, he was like, oh, it's for me. <laughs> so cool. So cool. So anyway, thanks guys very much. It was very nice. Well, on that note, I don't mean to name drop, but I spent an hour on the phone with Stacy Westfall yesterday. We were chatting about <laughs> something. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she she uses flex and forks and shakes and f- shaking forks. So we actually got on that conversation for a little while. Uh, she loves that. You know, she was out at, at the World Cup with Reese. And actually stayed with Reese. And I said, how did you enjoy that? She said it was bizarre because she, she, you know, when she goes to Road to the Horse, which she was at with us, and she cannot walk to the bathroom without being stopped a hundred times. She is the celebrity in that world, right? I mean, she has a half a million followers on Facebook. And... So she has Monty following, right? Um, as she goes to the World Cup, she said, not one person even recognized me. Oh, that's <laughs> so She said it was nice. She said she got to go, just be normal. Uh, so, but she said it was quite a switch going directly from, from Road to the Horse to World Cup. Uh, she said, I went from, from not being able to move to having all the freedom I wanted. So, it, you know, you don't think about... I said, you know, you, everybody wants to be famous until they're famous, right? Uh, because there's it's things... It's really hard. Yeah. I mean, my God, it's just like... Like walking through a crowd, I can't even get where I'm going because I just keep getting. Yeah, that never happened. Said said me never. Well, you know, we have that problem with Chris Cox. It was like he was he was going to come down and join us on the show for half an hour. Well, he's like that there too, and we we actually had to send somebody up to take him down to keep telling people no, he has to go. Um, they need an escort to just get places. <laughs> it's, it's bizarre. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like. Like William at, Fox Pitt at Rolex, right? I mean, yeah. same thing. But we can you're see him coming. <laughs> you know, like I said, if you go to the World Cup for dressage, you're going to be okay, Chris Cox. It's going to be exactly. okay. Exactly. But yeah, it all depends on the situation. Anyway, you've been out at Monty's place. Tell us what's happening. What, what, what have you done in your first couple of days of training? Okay. Well, day one was kind of a review. The people that I am with are... Can I ask you a question? Are all South African people skinny and beautiful? Uh, I don't know. They I are here. I haven't known too many <laughs> South Africans. I know most East Europeans are. Oh, my gosh. There's three people from South Africa, and uh, two of them know each other, but the third one is just random. And they're all tall, skinny, and beautiful. And I'm like, we need to go to South Africa and just hang out with those people or never go because <laughs> then you look like a troll. Uh, so uh, th- three South Africans, a girl from Finland, a girl uh, from, well, she's now in Canada, but she moved from some other, pro- it's very international. So a lot of these people have done their intro level courses and intro level testing in those countries, which everything tends to be uh, just a touch different, you know, depending on the trainer or the facility. So uh, a bit of a review of how things run here at Flag is Up for the first day. And then yesterday. So that would this be got... the first time some of them have come to the United States? Yes. Oh, that's oh, cool. Yeah. That's kind of neat. You know, too. It took them 25 hours to get here from oh my South Africa. God. <laughs> you have to be motivated. 
uh-uh, that's never going to be me. I, I, oh my gosh, could you imagine? I mean, I say never, but you know, I'm going to go to Africa twice. So, but I guess they, they were, I said, how is Ethiopia that far? And they go, <laughs> I think it's shorter. It's like three hours shorter. I was like, that yes. still sucks. <laughs> it's only 20 hours then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so anyway, so um, they're here. And so we did the review and then we got started yesterday morning. And the first part of the day, the way it works is we got two horses. Me and a partner got one horse and that's the gentler. And then the uh, other horse that you get on your own is a starter. So the gentler is a horse that's never been touched ever. And so it's a, uh, the, the, all of these horses, usually they adopt some Mustangs for the course, but, um, these horses all came from a hoarder up in Northern California. And it was, it was, I'm using finger quotes here. It was a rescue mm. and the rescue. It was a guy that had mare stallions, all this running out in a pasture and they didn't have enough food and they had no medical treatment. And, now a certified money trainer named Maya Horsey, amazing name, has taken over really? trying to figure it out. And they're expecting 80 foals this year. 80. So it's a massive, wow. Uh huh. Massive undertaking. So they're just going to keep sending them down here to flags up to get gentled and adopted out. So mm. these horses are they're not mustangs they're just feral basically and they've been running wild and and so the guy the hoarder died and left 300 and something horses with 80 folds on the way at this place yeah it sounds just like a total nightmare so 17 of them have come down here they've never been vaccinated they've never had their feet done they've never had deworming they just look disgusting so um the they they kind of assess whether they've ever been haltered. And so the gentlers have never been touched or haltered or anything. The starters are ones that they're like, yeah, you can get a halter on it. So, but, but that's it. That's all they've ever had done is maybe you could walk up to them or they're just so emaciated and sad that you can walk up to them, put a halter on them because they can't, they have no more fight. So, uh, the, Gentling thing commenced yesterday morning, and so we started. And my horse is a, I'm I'm with Valerie, and my horse is um his name is Private, or as Valerie says, Private. Oh, that's uh, much more bad. That's much better. She didn't <laughs> know how to say Private. I can't remember where she's from, but it's somewhere in the other part of the world. So I um, like that Pravate, name. That's much more romantic. I know. I like it too. I'm Pravate. calling him Pravate. <laughs> so Pravate and um, Valerie and I are in the gentling pen. And it, what it is, is a pen that um, you, you teach the horse to elect to go into the pen by taking the pressure off. So when they're in the, the squeeze shoot, basically it's not a squeeze. It's just a, when they're in the shoot, the horses get a release and when they're not in the chute, you are with your body language and your you know, belly button pushing them forward. And then whew, you breathe out when they go in the chute. So then they eventually, I mean, in like a minute are like, oh, I'm going to run in there. And then you close the doors and they can't leave and they can't hurt you and you're safe to touch them. And you use the system of approach and retreat. So you walk up to the horse and you can reach through the chute, reading your horse. Of course, you know, some of them are like, you got like laying down, they're trying to get away from your hand so close. So those you just kind of walk up to and leave because, you know, a predator never leaves. 
So you're using kind of their natural instinct to teach them that you can walk up to them and then walk away. Oh my God, nothing, nothing bad happened. And then they say, this is the perfect time of the year to get horses like this because they're so itchy that you can find a sweet spot to scratch them really quick. So I was honored yesterday to be the first one to put my hands ever as a human on Pravate. And so I walk up and I, and I reach in and touch him. And of course he just thinks he's going to die. And then, you know, it lasts like two seconds. Your adrenaline is low. You just touch him and then you walk away. And he's like, they, they like look at you like, what, where are you, where are you going? And then, and at just five minutes, I'm walking up and scratching him and you see the lips start to curl and he's like, Oh, okay. This is not so bad. And so that's all we did with them yesterday is you keep it very short. You keep it very friendly and you walk up and you, you touch them and you scratch them and they like it. And then you let them out and you send them back to their pens. So, and, and it's like a little walkway, you know, you open gates and it's like a cattle shoot like, like they do with yeah. cattle. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. But bigger and friendlier and safer than those crappy little panels. So, um, then the, that was a really, really awesome experience. How excuse me, amazing and fun. That was to be the first person to touch a horse. And, uh, so that horse, what, what you do is you just kind of take them as far as they can go and you get them to where they can lead and maybe you can pick up their feet and you can walk up to them, put a halter as much as we can get done in three weeks. You know, I mean, I'll be riding Pravate by the end. Just kidding. But, um, <laughs> that's, that's kind of what we're, what we're doing with him. And then in the afternoon session, we all drew horses out of a out of a bowl. And I mean, these are stallions too. A lot of these like private Pravate is a stallion. So I've never worked with stallions and you guys know that I probably really never worked with many mares either. And so I drew a mare. So I have a stallion in the morning and a mare in the afternoon. The learning is just so awesome. I'm just never going to have this opportunity again. It's just so cool. So <clears throat> I'm kind of surprised they didn't cut the stallions. They Before were going to have a gelding clinic on the last day. Oh, so, so they're going to do it at the end. Every every one of these guys is getting brain surgery at the end of the week, at the end of the three weeks. They got couldn't it. do it because they just got here. Yeah, they and didn't then have time. Yeah, and it would have wiped out a week of training. Exactly. Yeah. So <clears throat> they're, they've organized a gelding clinic where vets are going to come in. and I guess uh, that'll, that'll be a little easier if the horses are handleable, too. <laughs> So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so you can put a needle in them. The and vets them won't have to you. dart them from across. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So it's it's interesting there. And so in the afternoon session, I met Precious. Now is she the black Precious. one that you you posted she's, pictures of? She's probably about. I'm being generous, saying thirteen hands. And yeah, she tiny. Precious. Yeah, she's tiny and she's black and she's disgusting. Bless her heart. I say disgusting, and then I say bless her heart. <clears throat> so the three-week culmination with her is halter, because you can walk up to her, and she's not going to kill you, so we thought. Um, you can walk up to her, put a halter on. She loves to be brushed and scratched, and she's been in very northern California, so she looks like a, a woolly mammoth. She's so hairy and fuzzy and, and it's hot here. So they're sweating all the time. So they really want to be uh, groomed. So I'm grooming her, but she's never really been groomed before. So you're kind of doing first touches, but there's, she's so skinny and sad that she appreciates every single touch that you can do. 
So I'm, I'm put, I walk up to her, I put the halter on and I'm grooming her. And I actually was able to kind of run my hand down her leg until she just lifted her foot. I didn't hold it, but she lifted her foot. So I felt, I was like, I did pretty good. And then you're supposed to go lead them. And I'm like, bring them out to the round pen, lead them out to the round pen. And then we're going to do some dually halter work and teach them to really lead well. And then we're going to take them over if you can do it. And we're going to give them a bath, like hose them off. Now, these horses have never really been led out of these pens, and they've also never certainly had a bath. So, led her out to the round pen, and she's so tiny, and she's so skinny, and she's so, she sucks you into believing that she's this sweet little angel baby. So, I take her into That's the round That's what ponies pen. do. <laughs> right? <laughs> Let me just say that I'm standing there, and she all of a sudden just paws me right in the leg. I was like, what? What did you just do? <laughs> And I, you know, and then they're like, schooler, schooler for that. And I kind of, you know, like you take the dually when they say schooler, it's like back her up. Like you hit that dually halter, like give it a yank and back her up. And of course me, I'm like, ding, 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 bad girl. They're like, no, like schooler, you need to black and white. This needs to be black and white and you need to nip that behavior in the bud. And I'm like, ding, ding, ding. Just pop in the halter just a little bit because she's so tiny and she's so cute. They're like, give it a minute, give, give it to me. So it's like, okay, that's how you're supposed to school her. Well, several times throughout the thing, she would, I, I, I'm, I'm assuming it's her attempt at striking. It's just a really sad attempt at striking. Um, so she's not going to be quite as easy as, oh, this tiny little sad little thing. But the problem is I keep getting sucked into like treating her like this sad little thing, even though she, once she starts feeling better, she could potentially be a monster. So like nip it in the bud now, I guess, is what I'm having to learn it, because it, your emotions get in the way. And I'm like, but she's so scary. Is she a, now, I was looking at her pictures. Jennifer, if you could take a couple pictures off of uh, Jamie's page and post it on Horses in the Morning of, of the Black one. She looks like a yearling or something, or is she just a pony? So, I mean, obviously her nutrition, she's under all that hair. She is a sack of bones. Uh, when you're scratching her along the back, you can feel every vertebrae, yeah, feet look every terrible. rib. Oh, her feet are disastrous. She's never been trimmed. That's my goal, like the first thing first. Um, so she's never had anything. Uh, so so you can't really walk up to her and lift her mouth open quite yet. I haven't got there yet. So I don't know how old she is. But then I started scratching her and she's like curling her lip up. And I looked while I was scratching her and I think she's three. Mm. So oh, she's Okay, then that would mean she's a pony. Yeah. As opposed I to a yearling. I think she's a pony, whether she likes it or not. You know, yeah. she <laughs> might have been designed to be tall, but. Oh, you know, it might uh, be like Scooter, too. She'll probably gain an inch or two when she fills out and gets good nutrition. She'll, yeah, she'll, and I think they're just so wormy, and I think she's got neck worms, you know, because, like, they rub the top of their necks and just Oh, you can itchy. just tell from her fur that she's malnourished. Yeah, yeah. malnourished and wormy, and, and she's going to be a mess. So, at the end of the three weeks, now, this is where... Jamie starts to step it up. Yeah, I was going to say, now with these, it's different than the others. You act, you have goals for these of where you want to be yeah, or where you're supposed to be? I don't know if we get to ride them, but uh, the goal is to get them going. You know, like today we're going to take her in the round pen and do a join up. And uh, also I found out that if you have a rope that's dangling by her feet, she will kick it. So mm -hmm. she's not comfortable with things around her feet. So we're going to do some plastic bag sessions, which is like you 
approach and retreat with some plastic on a stick and get them kind of desensitized to things like that. So, so that's the goal with her. At the end of the three weeks, there's a competition. And this is where you're going to have, it's like road to the horse. <laughs> yes. It's road to the horse. You have, you have to an obstacle present. course. <laughs> yeah. You do whatever you want. They said you present your horse. So it's very much a freestyle. Like- <laughs> yes. It's a freestyle. So I'm, I, I'm, I'm on it. Like, but the thing is, you know, typically I, I use treats to teach them tricks, but you can't use treats. Oh, that's right. No, he's not a non-treat guy. Yeah, you, I mean, you can like you can take a carrot and break off a piece, and if she does something right, you put the carrot on the ground. But he's he's not not a treat guy. It's just they shouldn't come from your body. You don't want right. the horse to take and uh, see Which you. Which is exact opposite of like uh, clicker training. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, it's definitely ch- going to be a challenge to figure out a way to do this because if you you get in big trouble if you give your horse a treat here that's like big no-no so we're, we're gonna have to figure it out it's gonna be really exciting it's gonna be really you're used thrilling to bribing your horses and your kid i mean I you know, you're, <laughs> and your husband <laughs> all of them exactly My, zeus sees me coming to get him in the pasture and he's like sees a giant carrot you know that's he's not walking i know a new halter. zealand girl could, could probably help you with all of this you want me to send vicky over uh let's see she could probably sure. help you with all this. Then, You'll be jumping the horse three feet by the time you're done. I could definitely use help, but I'm not allowed to. It's my project, and I'm super well, I, excited. Now, to done it. I just think Precious is actually going to. I think she was named quite cute. ironically. I mean, get all the scum off, and she's really cute. Now, the, but I'm partial to black horses anyway, and black ponies. So now, are you going to? Did they give the South African very tall, gorgeous people the sixteen handers? <laughs> it was. It was just. Kind of Luck a draw. Of draw. Yeah. So I was pretty happy that I didn't get one of the stallions because I feel like I'm well, one's enough. <laughs> I, I need to learn enough, uh, you know, about this stuff. So I was pretty happy with with Precious, and um, so we'll just uh, we'll see how it goes. I'm so excited to bring this to you guys and give you. Uh, I can't wait to see her at the end of the three weeks. You know, just the grooming and, and uh, get, let's get her dewormed and get the feet trimmed. That's kind of one of the goals, too, is that we need to get them handleable enough to get their feet trimmed. So I went to work on that immediately today well, or good. yesterday. Well, this sounds like fun. It looks like a cool little project. Yeah. And then, of course, they're all available for adoption. No, I was going to say, and then they you- encourage you to take it home. <laughs> Let me send it to you, Glenn, if you like oh, little yeah. black ponies. Yeah, little black ponies. What about 13 hands to fit my cart and everything? Oh, it's perfect. Uh, done. All right. <laughs> Just ship it over. Just ship it over. Well, we have to, uh, we have to go. Speaking of, uh, get, speaking of taking care of horses and one of the issues that horses have, we're going to, go, uh, thanks to ND Flax, North Dakota Flax, we are doing our health, horse health segment. I can't talk this morning. We're doing our horse health segment, and that is brought to you by Haggard today. And we have our guest here, so let's talk to her. Dr. Laura Werner is joining us, Jamie. Good morning, Dr. Werner. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys this morning? Fantastic. What's the weather like in Lexington today? Um, It's pretty nice right now. I think we're expecting some storms later, some severe storms. But right now it's sunny and beautiful and about 50 degrees. So maybe a little warmer than that. It's warm enough, but it's beautiful right now. The calm before the storm. Are you guys involved in any of the the tornadoes and stuff? Um, I think we are in a um, we are in a, a, a higher risk area, so there's already alerts 
and such in place. So um, we're just trying to get all of our stuff done this morning before uh, <laughs> before the storms come on, I hope. so. Well, Dr. So, Werner, yeah. you're in Lexington, Kentucky, and there's a tornado coming, which means um, 50,000 foals will be born tonight in the middle of it all. So I hope you're ready. I'm I'm happy I'm not on call tonight. That's for sure. Because usually <laughs> yeah. it's full moon and whatever snow or other storm coming is uh, a sure sign for uh, increased uh, mare foaling rates, for sure. There's a, a definite correlation. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we're here to talk to you today about kissing spine disease. And kissing spines sounds so cute and beautiful and, oh, it's so sweet. But it is not. Tell us what it is. No, it's not. Um, so kissing spine is just sort of the layman's term for um, uh, impingement of the dorsal spinous processes. So, in fact, what you're sitting on when you're on the horse's back are these kind of the protrusions of the uh, top part of the vertebrae along their um, spine of their, of their thorax or chest as well as their um, lumbar spine, so of their lower back, basically. Um, and what happens is there's, there's four different grades of kissing spine with four being the most severe and one being the least severe. Um, but what happens is either there's significant remodeling of those vertebrae where they're so close together, um, and, or they can actually override or overlap where there's no space. And then that, that can really cause the horse problems. And especially, um, where we see it along the back, um, usually from, um, like a seven or eight, um, you know, along the back and, and it's usually a lot worse where the saddle sits. So when it's affected, um, when it's underneath your saddle, those horses seem to be a lot more severely affected. Um, and there's also varying degrees of, um, you know, just horses are like people, I think, and their, um, kind of pain tolerance is, is a lot. So I've seen horses that just can't cope with the whole condition. And there's other horses that go on and, can have an athletic career, but there's some horses that just don't seem to be able to manage, um, manage with the disease. Um, it is congenital, so they are born with it, uh, but obviously can worsen, um, you know, with age and use as well. Okay. So basically the, the, the spine, the, the, the vertebrae are too close together. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. And so they're born with it. They're too close together. Um, what is it, what is it, how is it presented in the horse if they have it? Usually as, as back pain, but it can be a variety of signs. Um, some of these horses won't work at all. Some will rear, some will buck. Um, some may exhibit like a lameness as well. Um, you know, or just an unwillingness to work. There's all different signs, but more, most often back pain, um, is the most common sign that we will see. Um, they can also have loss of muscling over that area. Um, but like I said, back pain is probably the most common clinical sign. And then how is it diagnosed? Like my, my, my horse is a jerk. Um, he's rearing, he's bucking me off. What do I do? And yeah, you come out and yeah. you say, oh. Right. Usually we'll do um, radiographs or x-rays of the back. Um, with most portable machines, we can look at the dorsal spinous processes. Those are the part that sticks up. Um, sometimes we need a bigger machine like that most clinics will have because sometimes the disease can be severe enough that can spread to the joint below it or even the disc, disc space in these vertebrae. So a lot of times we'll recommend 
um, these horses come to the clinic to get the bigger machine um, radiographs so we can evaluate the entire back, not just the part that's sticking up. But a lot of times I'll just do the part that's sticking up as kind of a screening process, like how bad is it? How bad is bad? You know? Um, and then for a more thorough diagnosis, obviously, um, we recommend them coming to the clinic with a, a much larger, um, po- more powerful machine where we can get the entire bodies of those vertebrae as well as the disc space and such and evaluate those structures as well. Is there something that occurs in the lameness? Okay, my horse is off. He is rearing, he's bucking a little bit. You, I say, I need you to come out and tell me what's wrong with my horse. You come out and I mean, I'm assuming like a typical lameness exam would be, let's see him move and let's see flexion. Is there something that sets off to you? Like, oh, this is kissing spine. Or is it just, we're going to try to rule out everything. How does it work? Sure. And and sometimes it's not just the kissing spine that they have. I mean, some of these horses do have other problems. So often it is, you know, sorting everything out. But when I see a horse that's painful on palpation on the back, has a lack of muscling along the back, um, sometimes we can watch the horse, obviously, when it's loose on the lunge line versus under saddle, or even um, sometimes we'll use a surcingle or a weighted surcingle to kind of mimic the area of a saddle and see if the horse moves differently or acts differently when there's weight versus no weight. Um, or like I said, um, you know, evaluating the horse, just like I said, with no rider, no weight on the back. See if it moves freely then. And then when there's a rider or, or the saddle or something else, um, something else that we'll see, will uh, will will go, um, you know, to evaluate that back further. But a lot of times, like I said, clinical signs that the horses continue to have, um, severe pain on palpation on the back. Um, and especially in, we see it a lot more commonly, I think, in the thoroughbred breeds or thoroughbred crossbreeds. And so um, I'm more clinically inclined to x-ray those guys for the kissing spine versus a more warm blood type horse. Um, we see it a lot more commonly, like I said, in the thoroughbred or thoroughbred crossbreeds than more uh, warm blood type breeds. Why is that, you think? I don't know, again, congenital, but a lot of the warm bloods just have a stronger top line. They seem to have better muscling along their, their back and they're just, you know, they're, um, they often naturally use their back and their back end a lot more. Um, and so thoroughbreds almost a little harder. They're just not bred to do that. You know, they're not bred to be as natural at that gait sort of that we would like them to do as a, as a jumping horse or dressage horse or, or eventer. Um, they have to work a little harder. at. So I feel like, we just see it in those guys. And I don't as naturally have a, such a nice top line as well as a, a bigger warm blood. You see them where they're, you know, you look at a warm blood where it's very well muscled over its whole back and, and croup and everything. And you see the thoroughbreds are generally a little bit slighter over that. Um, and so I don't mm-hmm. know. I just find the warm bloods can kind of compensate a little bit better. I find because they have that more muscular support versus the, uh, a thoroughbred doesn't have the same muscling quite that a, the warm blood does. So I see it much more problem in my thoroughbred or cross patients. Okay. So I've got this horse that has kissing spine. He's a, he's a thoroughbred that, um, you know, I've had for a while and he just keeps getting worse. And now I bring him to you and I say, can you fix him? What do you do? Sure. Okay. Well, there's a lot of different options. First, I make sure that your saddle fits. So that's one thing. I think um, if your saddle's poorly fitting, that can really exacerbate the the symptoms, okay? So that's sort of the first thing is work with your saddle fitter, 
and ideally your veterinarian um, at the same time to make sure your saddle fits properly um, because that's pretty key, especially if the affected area is under or around the saddle. Um, next thing, there's there's several different treatments that we can do. So, um, you know, sometimes we'll start out with chiropractic or um, acupuncture sort of um, alternative type therapies. Um, then kind of the next stage up, we will go to um, injections of the back. So we'll inject around those affected areas as well as the joints and the interspinous ligaments. So the ligament that's between those vertebrae, we'll treat those areas. Um, there's also a technique called mesotherapy that we use, um, and it works on, um, it's a technique developed in France. It's been around for a long time. Um, and it kind of works on some sort of like acupuncture points somewhat to alleviate pain. Um, that's a great technique too. Um, there are also surgical options, um, that have been, um, more popular somewhat of recent. So, Originally, a surgical technique, we'd actually cut out one or every other one um, of the affected to, to vertebrae, um, the dorsal spines there, to relieve that pressure. There's been some newer, and that's the problem is with that is would leave, you know, again, under the saddle, it would leave a big scar, a big defect. And so some of these horses would still remain painful because of the surgical area being right under the saddle. So generally that technique has kind of fallen out of favor. Um, there are newer techniques that involve um, a less invasive technique to cut the ligament between the vertebrae and see if that alleviates some of that um, rubbing or overriding of those spines. Um, another newer technique is just shaving down the areas that um, are kissing essentially or overriding or overlapping. Um, that's probably the newest technique. I haven't done one. I've usually been able to manage mine without surgery. Um, there's some very well veterinarians and anatomists um, in Europe, and, and he's a little dubious of the surgery, I guess. I think the most other thing, too, that's most important, and it is, you know, well-published, um, you know, with either medical and or surgical treatment of the horse is to make sure the physical therapy part of that horse is important to you afterwards. So, we recommend working these horses in one of those Pessoa systems. I don't know if you guys are familiar yeah. with that sort of rigging training device. So what that does is it helps the horse round its back and engage its core. So by rounding its back, it's going to open up those spaces as much as possible. And by engaging the core, then we're using the other horses' abdominal muscles to sort of help support the whole system. And much like in humans, same thing with us back pain everyone's always like use your core or you need to work on your core same thing with these horses so that's probably one of the most important things that i will incorporate into a horse with a kissing spine is that normally maybe where they'd be ridden five or six days a week i'll go ahead and mm -hmm. encourage them to use this solo rigging and substitute that for once or twice a week instead of the riding so they can work under this and again that's a pretty essential part even after the surgery is performed um the horses will be worked in that Pessoa rig solely for, for several weeks after the surgery. So regardless of what the treatment is that, you know, like I said, the physical therapy and that Pessoa rig system seems to be a very critical portion of the whole um, rehab process. So this is not, um, so, so a horse can have kissing spine and not have, it's not a death sentence. It's not a sentence of you can never ride this horse again, or he's going to be a pasture ornament. This is something that can be no, managed no. and can. Right. 
and 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 not and I have horses that you know the radiographs don't look that different, and we have some that we can manage, and I have some other horses that just don't seem to be able to cope. But much like humans, you know, um, some people can cope with a few aches and pains and move on in their you know life or athletic career. Kind of, um, you know, I deal with aches and pains every day. Um, my husband, maybe he's not as uh, adept at dealing with little aches and pains. So <laughs> uh, there's a lot of individual variation. Um, amongst the horses as much as there is amongst humans. So I like um, your I very find, sweet um, way of saying men are wimps. Hey, I heard that. Yeah, um, I know. Yeah, uh, and I don't know that I can't correlate that to horses. I haven't done that, but there is a lot of individual <laughs> variation, I would say. Um, like uh, some horses that seem to be able to cope. Um, I've had horses, uh, you know, get to the four-star level in eventing with it, and I've had other horses we can barely get to, you know, a beginner novice competition, you know. So, um it seems to be somewhat individually dependent. Um, but usually we will try all these therapies first, you know, obviously try as much as we can. Um, but then, you know, sometimes, like I said, whatever we do just unfortunately doesn't, doesn't help these horses move on past that behavior. Gotcha. Yeah. So it sounds like, so, so it's, it's good news and bad news. I will tell you that now my back hurts and, uh, <laughs> oh, no. and I'm, and I'm paranoid. Have so work on your core strength. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Dr. Werner, thank you so much. This is like such an interesting thing and uh, I'll definitely be doing some more reading on it. And I'm assuming we can find more information and contact you if we need to at haggard.com. That's H A G Y A R D.com. Uh, if anybody has any more questions or needs information about it. Sure. And I think if you Google, you can probably find there was an article, I think I did it for a venting nation, um, maybe a, a year or two ago that, um, has some radiographs and some other pictures of kissing spine. If you want to look that up too, that might be, but there's a lot of every, obviously information online, um, as well. You so, know, we, I just got to thinking about I it. I recommend consulting <clears throat> your veterinarian. Right. I'm I just sorry. got, I just got to thinking about it, Dr. Werner. We do a horse husband's episode once a month, and we've never had a we've never had a husband of a veterinarian on. That would be interesting because that brings a whole oh, new dear. level of oh, crazy. Uh, that the, might be a whole new level of crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm trying to make him into a horse show husband. We're trying to like two small steps here. So oh, you got to get him on. I got to get him on. We need to warn him. Run, run oh, while you no, can. Okay. <laughs> His name is Glenn too. So oh, really? Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was meant to be. And I have a black horse. You probably. Go ahead. Sorry. I said it was meant to be. You said you have a black horse too. I have a black horse too, so you have to check out some pictures of him at some point. So he's oh, cool. uh, he's pretty. He's uh, not a not an ounce of white on him. He's we call him the black stallion. So. And you're you're an inventor too, right? Yes, correct. Correct. And what so, what level are you and your black one at? Um, we are doing training level this um, right now, hoping to move up pretty soon. But obviously, with my schedule it makes sort of life difficult. But uh, we're hoping to we're hoping to move up here pretty quickly to preliminary level. Cool. Ah, oh, she's so cool, Doctor Werner. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm pretty thank sure you guys that. For having you- we would be scary good friends. And, and um, I've got a little 13 hand rescue pony. That is your next event horse. If you, if you like black, I'll <laughs> oh, send her okay. over. I don't know. I'm almost six foot tall. So I might have to walk <laughs> along with my legs dragging along the ground. Got, my guy's pretty, my guy's about 16 too. So yeah, I need a, it, I need a little taller horse. You need a mini me. So. It's going to be his black side. Yeah, it would be cute to have a mini me. 
That would be good. So excellent. Thank you, Dr. Werner. All right. Take care. Exactly. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> well, let's take a break uh, and hear a little bit more about our sponsor for the Horse Health segment and also about Haggard. We're going to come back. Why don't we uh, want to do a list while we're waiting for our guests to show up at 10 o'clock to play a little trivia? We could uh, do that. Yeah, that'd All be right. great. And what I, are you going to do? I don't know. Well, let's do study show. We haven't done a study show in a while. So uh, I have a, one of those put together that has some interesting ones on it. We'll do that in just a minute. Today's Horse Health Report is brought to you by ND Flax Milling. Find them online at ndflaxmill.com. ND Flax Milling is a family-owned business, producing quality products for their customers for generations. ND Flax Milling has an FDA-inspected mill, certified organic, non-GMO, whole flax seed that is milled at room temperature and then packaged and stored at room temperature away from any heat or light sources. This proprietary milling process keeps all of the omega-3s intact, so your horse can benefit from all of flax's natural nutrients, yet it's convenient for busy horse owners with a shelf life of up to two years. No more daily battles with the coffee grinder! Visit ND Flax online at ndflaxmill.com to purchase or to learn more. Haggard Equine Medical Institute in Lexington, Kentucky and Wellington, Florida has been treating racehorses, sport horses, and beloved pasture ornaments for 140 years. With some 30 ambulatory doctors, 24-hour emergency care, full surgical suite, dedicated sport horse facility, wide range of proven therapies, and full-service pharmacy, Haggard offers everything your horse needs for the proper diagnosis and best treatment. Visit Haggard.com for more information, or you can call them at 859 859- Two five five eight seven four one. Follow Haggard Equine Medical Institute on Facebook or on Twitter at Haggard and receive health alerts and the latest information on keeping your horse healthy and happy. So, Jamie, I just got word yesterday, speaking of Lexington, Kentucky and Rolex, I just got word yesterday that we're going to be recording our shows right by the Horse Lovers booth again in Lexington. So, Yay. yeah, and if uh, anybody's not sure where that is, that we, it is on the top concourse of the shopping, or the old indoor arena where all the shopping is. And you can't miss the Horse Lovers booth because it takes up about half the place. Uh, and we're going to be heading over there and we'll be doing our recording of our two shows that we're doing uh, from Rolex. We'll be doing that from there. Our shows are sponsored by Weatherbeta and AccuSuede. So we're going to be coming to you from there. But I was looking at Horse Lovers just now. This always costs me money when they're sponsoring our show. I'm sorry, but the final liquidation right now on Weaver Leather products of up to 95% off. They have some some athletic boots, the Weaver athletic boots that are normally $55 for 16. They have uh they have bridles on here that uh Show halters and bridles and things like this. Show halter is normally sixty dollars for twenty seven. Uh, 
Uh, it's just ridiculous, the prices. They have four pages of Weaver leather stuff, which is really nice stuff. Four pages of it, and it's marked down up to 95% off. If you're looking for dog collars, they're down to $6 and $4. Um, they have hats and shirts and gloves and all kinds of stuff. Just uh, um, go check them out. Let me, let me jump in here and tell yeah. you that. Yes, this is costing money because there's an Ariat spring clearance. Oh, yeah. I was going to mention that. $63 (laughs) for fat babies from 109. And I love my fat babies anywhere. And I do want the kids blue leopard mesh shoes, but apparently they're only in kid sizes. But oh, my gosh, an Ariat spring clearance. And in addition to that, they're also having a international riding helmet uh, sale right now, too. So if you're looking for a new helmet, probably a good time to go check that out. But anytime you can find Ariad stuff on sale is the time to get it. because it's- Oh, ladies, fuse purple mesh shoes from Ariad. Okay, let me say that um, getting those catalogs in the mail for those fancy other things are great. But there's no sales in the catalog. There's no discounts in catalogs like you can get on here. Oh my gosh, look at those boots. They're so cute. Do you really wear the fat babies, the Western ones? That's what I wear here. Really? Oh yeah, because you couldn't wear English there. You'd get kicked out. I forgot. No, it's just I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) And I don't like the big giant cowboy boots for moving around a lot because it's too much heel. Fat babies are like the most comfortable. And they're short, right? They're pretty short cowboy boots. They're short, and you can pull your boots right over them, and they have kind of a round front. They don't have a pointy toe, so it makes them very. And they are a little stiffer than than. Area paddock boots would be. Yeah. If you get stepped on, you're more less likely to get your foot squished. Ladies dress zip top paddock boots for $83 from $169. Oh my God. There you go. Check it out. Horselovers.com. Well, now let's, uh, let's, we haven't done a study show in a long time, but we're going to do it a little differently today. You changed it. Yeah. How about if I do it this way? And we've done study show for a long time. What I do is I just go on Google and I look over the last month and I just put in study show and I go to the news section and I see what we're wasting our, our precious tax dollars or just private dollars on uh, that we already know the answer to. So I just get the headlines and I'm going to read the beginning of the headline and we'll see if you all and Jamie can guess what the rest of of it is. And we'll see how okay. close you come. All right. Because we do waste a lot of money on studies. So Jamie and I know the answer to this already. They could just give us the money. We already know. So studies show for March 2017. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Okay. I'm going to get them. I'm going to get at least one right. <laughs> studies show increase in libido for <laughs> lab rats. <laughs> That's probably a study. You're probably right. This was <laughs> this was one bedroom rent. One bedroom oh. rent. <laughs> I was way off. <laughs> Libido and lab rats. What was I thinking? Do you know? I actually looked at this study to see why there's an increase in one bedroom rent, and you know what they attribute it to is divorce. Oh, geez. So is it? It probably comes from a divorce website, the, like the a hu- lawyer. The husbands have to go find a place to live, and that's why one bedroom rents are going up. That's what they said. And also, people are not getting married as quickly and as soon as they used to. So those were the reasons they gave. You for that. read more than the people. I know. That I, I know. You read more than the headline because I was curious. <laughs> Studies show new fathers can get venereal diseases. <laughs> <laughs> Well, not hopefully. <laughs> or they're going to be in their one-bedroom apartment very shortly. <laughs> the actual answer was... <laughs> My mind is totally in the gutter. I Sorry, see I'm... that, yeah. Uh, what, I don't know what California's doing to you. Studies show new fathers can get the baby blues. 
you know, I th- could have totally told you that. It just goes to make sense, right? That yeah, because you can't go out anymore. You're stuck <laughs> exactly, in home. Exactly. Right. You're changing diapers at three time. in the morning. Studies show. Well, this is uh, this is uh, this is a bad one for me. I'm, that's a clue. Studies show testosterone offers little benefit for Lyme's disease. No. Do you want to care to try that one again? With my Study clue? show testosterone. I'm trying to think not in the gutter when you throw <laughs> testosterone. I don't know. Studies show testosterone offers little benefit to aging men. So I'm screwed, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you know how hard it was for me? Because you said... Uh, I threw it out me. there. I gave it to it you. It's for me to not think like... <laughs> About the yes. non-benefits of testosterone and you, and then the whole, like, you know, meter I thing. threw it out there. <laughs> Studies show having pets can... Improve testosterone <laughs> Close. You got that. You're pretty close. I'll give you that one. Studies show having pets can improve your overall health. Now, I don't know if they included horses. <laughs> I don't know if horses were in that one. It might be cats. I don't know. <clears throat> the cat just frustrated me. I don't think it improved my overall health. Studies show cooking with coconut with coconut oil is massively good for you. Yes, ding, ding, ding. We'll give you that one. Uh, that it is okay for your heart. So apparently, yes. now that's till next week when they come out with another study that says it's going to kill you. There's uh, only three oils you should ever consume, and it's coconut oil, olive oil, and uh, like avocado oil or something like that. So if you're eating canola oil or vegetable oil or corn oil, put it away. I, see, on my diet, sunflower oil is always considered Maybe good. that's one of them. Yeah. It's okay. And a little cheaper than some of the other options. Except I don't like coconuts, so coconut oil always tastes like coconut to me Ugh. cook with it no you're supposed to cook with it because it cooks better at a high it's better for you when it's cooked at a higher temperature than like olive coconut, oil is. Though? huh does it taste like coconut doesn't taste like coconuts oh okay because i don't like coconut studies show kindness that's it it's just studies show that kindness makes the world go round close enough benefits your health it makes you healthier when you're kind I'm noticing a I'm noticing a pattern here. Yeah, studies show that golf can ruin your marriage. <laughs> oh, did I say that aloud? <laughs> Sorry. It goes back to that first one bedroom rent. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the answer was extend your life. <laughs> but, Seriously? Yeah. Great. My husband, you're going to be single, but single playing that's golf. Right. That's right. You know, golf is like the equivalent of horses, though, isn't it? Yes. I mean, kind of oh, my God, you're right. <laughs> we have is. Amazon Prime, and it's attached to my email address. And you know how many times, like, really, did you have to spend $63 on new golf grips for your club? And, and really, then I just got another one. I don't even know what Complain about that is. after he looks at what you buy? It's, it's, not, a, it's not about me, Glenn. <laughs> We're not talking about me right now. <laughs> I don't know if I'd be saying anything. Studies show speaking multiple language languages may make your brain explode. <laughs> may delay dementia. Actually. Oh, I said the opposite. Sorry. And this is a good one for us. Studies show the best age to get married is 32. You're a little high. It's uh 26, oh. <laughs> and that's the age that we were when we got married. 26. Oh, really? And it looks so 30 years said, later. 
when you said we, it was a personal we. Yes, it was a personal we. Yep. They're 26 years old. And you know what's funny is all the kids that came through our barn, I always said the same thing, and our nieces too. Now, none of them have ever gotten married yet, so I don't know if they went a little overboard. But we always said, don't get married till you're 25 or 26 because you know what the hell you're doing. Uh, and I think that's still true. <clears throat> Listen, I'm going to take that a little further. Don't get married till you're at least over 30, because at some point when you're, if you're like me and you're 30 years old on your 30th birthday and you find yourself drunk, walking down the street, walking home, uh, you, you start to review your life and you say, why am I here? I need to make a change. And then you meet your husband. <laughs> Like a month later, I had an epiphany, Glenn. I had a wake up call as I'm walking home drunk on the side of the road at three in the morning. Also, it's around Halloween. So I was dressed as a cheerleader. And at that moment, what could possibly go wrong at 2 a.m. in Atlanta dressed as a cheerleader drunk? What could possibly go wrong? Exactly. And as I'm internally having the discussion, I'm like, I need to change my life. I need to change my life. You weren't with and Leslie, then, were you? <laughs> what? You weren't with Leslie, were you? Uh, you would think that's why Leslie, I'm such a kindred spirit of mine. That's like the <laughs> me I used to be. All right. Uh, studies show that watching birds is therapeutic and relaxing. I was going to say boring as hell, but the, uh, it, the actual <laughs> answer is good for your mental health. Uh, yes. Uh, Studies show that sweating... Now, I have no idea. This one doesn't doesn't make any sense, so I'll just give you the whole thing. Studies show that sweating may not depend on sex. That was the... I don't know. That was the headline. That was the headline. I don't know. Uh, A couple more while Jennifer's getting our players on the line here. Studies show that anyone can become... A superhero. (laughs) <laughs> Just the opposite. That anyone can become an internet troll. It's the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, way off. <laughs> Studies show that your dog knows when you have to pee. <laughs> <laughs> when you're behaving badly. I believe that one, by the way. I think your oh, dog yeah. knows when you're doing something you're not supposed to be doing. Because they give you that look. You get the you're going to get in trouble. Yeah. Doesn't Lucky give safe. you that look when he knows that you sh- you're up to something and that Chad's not going to be happy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're like your conscience that way. Yeah. Lucky is my conscience. Seriously. It's like, are you going to really do that right now, now? I actually found a horse one. So here, here's a horse one. Studies show that horse riding can improve children's balance and mental health. Well, you're right. Cognitive ability. So there you go. Get Lucas in that saddle. And studies show... (laughs) I'm not kidding. This was a study. Studies show that there are lots of... Internet trolls. (laughs) (laughs) That would be a good one. We could probably have have done that one without any money. Uh, Studies show that there are lots of studies. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not kidding. That was... That's the that's the last one because it's all true. So there you go. You did you got some of those. You actually got close on some of those. 
All I need to do is say that it's good for your health or bad for your health. And then uh, <laughs> you're then got a 50 50 chance, right? Of getting it right. Probably better exactly. than we're both going to do on the trivia Jennifer's put together for us next, um, which, which is going to come up in just a minute. Well, once we get them both on the line here, but uh, you know, uh, there was <laughs> this hobby horse thing. Have you watched the video? I got to know what you think. Um, why on earth do people feel the need because non horse horses? No, no, no. To to they're like, I know somebody who likes horses. I'm gonna post this on Jamie's Facebook page. A hundred times. <laughs> why do my non horse friends think that this is the information that I like? Are they like trying to tell me something? You should do this instead. I mean, what what's going on? Um, I don't know, but I found it just a little disturbing I, you know i especially when i saw the ages of the people but you know what then it's teenage girls mostly from what i could see in like scandinavia uh it's it's mostly teenage girls they're not on the couch and they're actually out doing something they're getting physical exercise so there's that I, that's a positive. i have literally no problem with it it's it's something that it you know what? I've jumped around couch cushions all around my house when I was young too. So not a teenager, but um, so basically explain, why don't you explain? Well, what they actually had competitions with hobby horses, you know, the little horses on the stick, stick um, with, yeah, stick horses. They have these competitions where you do jumping rounds and you do dressage and there's actual competitions. The dressage thing was kind of weird. It was Watching weird. somebody do a passage. <laughs> Although I have seen a number of pony clubbers out in my parking lot practicing dressage that same way, only without the stick horse. Yeah, uh, yeah. It I've happens. seen all of you, uh, you dressage people, out in the parking lot, walking your and and acting out your your cla- your courses. So I have a whole dressage musical freestyle that I've already choreographed. That I would never have a horse that could do it, so I've done it myself. I get it. You're right. There I should you judge. go. So yeah. So you know, we all do it. I think. Uh, I do think it and would it's make it a- you too. By the way, I mean, it's going to be the coolest musical freestyle ever when I own my gray and illusion stallion. There, <laughs> there you go. Or your little black thirteen hand pony. all right let's do some trivia we thought we'd have some fun today we used to do trivia all the time only we're switching it up a little bit today and we're going to meet our contestants we have a couple of auditors joining us let's say hello first to joy hi joy how are you good morning everybody i'm doing well now didn't i see you were building a new barn or something up where you are putting a new tack room or something yeah, I took over my parents' farm about two weeks ago, so I'm on my sixth cup of coffee because I'm not used to doing work anymore. <laughs> <laughs> How big is it's, it? Uh, it's been exciting. It's a 44 acres. Whoa. Okay, so this is a serious farm, and where? what state's it in? Michigan. Ah, uh, cold, serious farm. <clears throat> now, yeah. is it a fixer-upper? <laughs> is it a fixer-upper, Joy? Um, it's pretty good. The stalls are really nice. I have uh, 12 by 12s with like the Amish built stall front. So those are good. Um, but it could use some tweaks, some modern conveniences. Ah, they're like most farms. <laughs> That's yeah. the, every farm we've ever lived in could use some tweaks, like electric that works and pl- plumbing that works. Yep, yeah, that's kind like, of where we're at, like lighting that actually lights the whole barn and not just a small section. Yeah, you're helpful. absolutely right. I was thinking about that. I was out in the barn this morning going, why aren't there all lights in the aisleways? That makes no sense. <laughs> so I'm with you. I got it. All right. Our next competitor is Jessica's joining us. Hi, Jessica. 
Hi, how are you? Good. Jessica, you're from Virginia? Did I get that right? Yes. That's right. Well, technically, yes, but I have just moved to Orlando for Oh, did like you finally move? A few days ago. I did finally move. Yay! Um, you're Floridian I now. I am. I am a second-time Floridian. So I am back in sunny Orlando and um, really, really excited to somehow figure out how to ship my pony down. <laughs> <laughs> well, and we got to see Jessica, Jamie, we got to see Jessica. She came to the movie premiere uh, when we had it a couple months ago. Oh, cool. So, yeah. And now she's your neighbor. In and now Florida. she's a neighbor. We're going to get to see her more often. That's going to be exciting. Yes. Well, congratulations on your move. You both you both are in new places, so that's perfect. Now, we're going to do this a little bit different today, guys. By the way, there's no prizes. This is just pride involved here. We're going to do They're this. like, I'm out. Yeah, I'm, I'm hanging up now. No prizes. I'm out of here. Um, so we're going to make up teams. And, Jamie, I have assigned a Joy and Jessica each with a number, one and two. So you're going to pick. You don't know which is which. You're going to pick a number, and that's going to become your partner. And you guys can actually then, and I, I will have the other one, and then we can actually collaborate on answers. So we're not, you guys aren't on your own. We're playing teams against each other this time. So something a little different. Um, so, Jamie, pick a number, one or two. Number one, Avi. Joy is your partner. So, Jessica, oh, it's you, or, uh, you and I together. We, we need to kick their butts. Um, so, and Joy and Jamie are playing together. And Jennifer... Uh, unfortunately for everybody, has come up with the questions because. Oh boy! <laughs> if you let me let me stop you here and just say, Joy, when you have because you will when you have a complaint about one of these questions, send it to Jennifer at horseradionetwork.com. and I that goes for, up. <laughs> that goes for any complaints in the world. Send it to Jennifer. All right, so it's Jamie and Joy against Glenn and Jessica. We got a lot of J's on the show here today. All right, and we're going to have two rounds of three questions. So we each get a total of six questions. And whoever gets the most by the end wins. And you are allowed to collaborate on the answers. So, Jennifer, why don't we start with Jamie and Joy? Oh, so we've already picked our number. We've got yep. Jamie and Joy on our team. Yep. Okay, so that's J and J. The Florida crew down here, Jessica and I. All right. We have four categories of questions here today. Oh, Jamie and Joy. We have acronyms, Do You Know TAC, Movies, and Left or Right. (laughs) Um, Okay. (laughs) <laughs> Let, let's let's start out with uh, I feel like her tack question is going to be some weird piece of a western saddle are you a western saddle rider my User? dad used to be so I grew up with it you might be okay uh, I don't know I'm not feeling confidence from you I'll, we'll go for it we'll go for it we'll do it <laughs> okay we're going to go with tack we're going do you know your tack all right the question is what do, this is multiple choice what does a slobber strap do? A, holds the curb chain in place. B, connects reins to bit. Or C, keeps horse from putting his tongue over the bit. I know this one. Joy, do you know this one? I think so. I've never actually used one, but is it C? 
No, let's not take her answer at all. (laughs) You're allowed to collaborate and talk about it. You're allowed to talk about it and come up with an answer. I've seen it because Mary Kitzmiller makes them now, and that's the only reason I've seen it. It connects the reins to the bit, and it keeps them from grabbing onto the the reins and chewing on them. Correct, Jennifer? Ding, 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 ding. You are correct. Thank goodness for Mary Kitzmiller. Yeah, geez, look at you paying attention, Jamie. <laughs> She's, they're really pretty. I thought if only English people could use those. <laughs> oh, I hope we get an easy one like that, too. By the way, that's the only reason I know that answer is the Mary Kitzmiller thing. Facebook, baby. Mary. <laughs> look at Mary contributing. All right, you guys get a point. Okay, Jessica, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Alrighty, choose your category. Is it going to be acronyms? Do you know TAC? Movies? Or left and right? Go ahead, Jessica, you pick. Hmm. Uh, let's try movies. They're going with movies. All right, your question is in what 1944 film was the star equine character named The Pie? <sighs> I knew it, it, you, oh. once you said, oh. you know it, because good, I have no clue. What is it? Oh, uh, National Velvet. Is that our answer? Is that our final answer? Uh, yes. Okay, final answer, National Velvet. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> ding, 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 Yay! ding, 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 Now, there's a bonus on this one. You picked the, bo- you picked the double Jeopardy question. <sighs> Liz Taylor, they don't get points. (laughs) (laughs) For an extra half a point, bonus question, what color was Pi in the movie? Oh, I know this one. Was he black? He was black? I don't know. I don't trust me on this one. I've never seen it. Do I get the half point? I think he was. It's been a very long time since I've seen it. I think he was black. All right. Jamie, Jamie and Joy can steal if you don't get it. Uh, we're we're going to want to go with black? We'll, we'll go with black. All right, we're going with black. Final answer? Yes. Joy. Joy, it's chestnut, it's chestnut, Joy, chestnut. Steal. <laughs> I think she said chestnut. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> chestnut. <laughs> Joy, you know how hard it was for me to be quiet and listen to Glenn say he didn't know who the pie was? My heart hurts right now. I, if you don't some dang horse movies, you're fired. Actually, I, I when she said movies, I was hoping we were getting Star Trek, and then I right away I knew it was going <laughs> <laughs> to oh suck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Jamie and Joy are up. It's one point five to zero or to one. To Sorry, one, you got yeah, one point. Yeah. Give us some credit. Jeez. Okay, Jamie and Joy, your do you want acronyms? Do you know TAC movies or left and right? The left and right category sounds sounds too like it sounds too easy. So let's go with sounds something like that sounds hard. <laughs> sounds like a let's trap. Let's try acronyms. <laughs> you guys all know yeah. my wife pretty it's well. <laughs> it's like um, if you're competing in novice level test A, which way do you turn when you get to C? <laughs> like <laughs> left. left. <laughs> I don't know. Um, listen, you jerk. You probably do. All right, that. you're going okay. with acronyms. You're going with acronyms. Okay, your question is, This or, uh, what organization on whose board you will find Margie Engel, 
and Ann Krasinski uses the abbreviation USHJA. The United States Hunter Jumper Association. Oh, Jumper correct? Association. Oh, jeez. Yep. Final answer? Yeah. Ding, ding. That was an easy one. See, that was a gimme. That was a gimme. See? I said it sounded hard, well, which then. meant it would be easy. <laughs> and I bet left and right is going to be impossible. So we're, I, I figured you out, Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica, what do you say? Which category? Uh, what, are you, what are you thinking? Uh, let's go left and right because these wimps are too chicken to take it. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Okay, left and right. Working draft horses are often trained to verbal commands to turn left and right, G and haw. Which is the word for left, G or haw? I should know this, too. <sighs> do you know it? No, do you? Um, well... I would think G I would be this right. I actually from sled dogs. Oh, Okay. Uh, it's probably the same. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to guess G would be right and the other would be left. That would be my uh, instinct. Think... Okay, let's go with that. All right, that's my instinct. Am I right? What's your oh, answer? G is right and the other's left. Haw. So haw is haw left? Yeah, G is right, haw's left. Ding, 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 you win! Yes, I thought I got that right. Hey, Woohoo! That was easy. Next! Easy. <laughs> Ten minutes, dear God. I had a 50-50 shot, Glenn. Come on. And okay, it's two and a half to two at this point. All right, Joy, you pick. It is. Oh, man. How comfortable are you with left and right? I know which direction is which. <laughs> Sounds good. Let's do it. Let's do a, <laughs> let's do a study. <laughs> let's do a study. There we go. All right. Your question from the category left and right is your horse bobs his head down at the trot when his left front hits the ground. Is he lame on the left or the right? Okay. He His head goes down when which foot hits the ground? And the, and the left. Je- Jennifer, say it again. I'll read I'm it again. Okay. You got to visualize. This is a visualization question, people. Yes. yes. I like Your horse this. bobs his head down at the trot when his left front hits the ground. Is he lame on the left or the right? Joy, do you know this one? I'm, I'm trying to visualize. I want to say it would be the right. I would go with that. You think so? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Be, go ahead. D- Jennifer? Okay. We're going to the right. Is that your final answer? Final answer. Yeah, ding, 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 right. ding, 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 ding. I didn't make these Ooh. questions hard enough. No, we're just smart. They just guessed. We're just... <laughs> <laughs> no, so, so the head goes down and the weight goes down into the foot that feels okay accepting all of the weight because it's the one that doesn't hurt or hurts less in some cases. So the they'll step... If you think about it, like if you have a nail and in your shoe, you know, in the bottom of your foot, you're going to barely step on that one and then like really use the other one to take all of your weight. I like how you had logic. I just pictured my horse who fakes injury to get out of work. <laughs> <laughs> but she doesn't. 
<laughs> yeah, that was way uh, too much thinking, Jamie, for the answer there. Was like, I've had two <laughs> cups of coffee, Glenn. I'm ready. Joy and I are ready because Joyce had six. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So nobody's gotten it. Well, nobody's really gotten anything wrong, right? At this point, we're just flying along. Guys are on a tear. I'm telling yeah. you, I didn't make these questions happen enough. It's hard enough. Okay, <clears throat> Glenn right. and Jessica. All right, we're ready. Do you want acronyms? Do you want acronyms? Do you know TAC? Movies or left and right? You want to try an acronym, Jessica? Mm. See. Yeah, let's try it. Let's right. do it. All right, acronym. All right, your question. What does FOSH stand for? F-O-S-H. I, got, I know this one. I can give the answer. Friends of Sound okay. Horses. Okay, what do you got? He wins! Yay! Both for Glenn! Yay! I knew that one. Good we job. just talked about it on Monday. All right, it's three, <laughs> to three to three and a half. <laughs> we just talked about it on three Monday, three and so a half that was kind of easy. <laughs> Jesse and Joy are still in the lead by stealing that bonus question. And I will tell you, there is another bonus question in here. It, we need that one. So just let you know. Yeah. All so right. Jamie and Joy, what do you want? Category. Should we go with movies, Joy? Let's try it. We haven't done that one yet. Okay. Right. Movies Star it Wars. is. Star Wars. Star Wars. Ask In 1902, Wars. <laughs> uh, there was a... Go ahead. Sorry. Your question is, what Star Trek captain <laughs> rode a horse in one of the Star Trek movies? <laughs> I know this one. Do you really? Um, Only because they had a holodeck and that's the only way that a star Trek captain is going to be able to ride a horse is in the holodeck. Am I right, Jennifer? It's gotta be captain Picard. Final answer. I'm, I'm going to trust her on it. <laughs> I think that I couldn't name us. I, I would have a hard time naming another captain besides Kirk. So I'm going to go with Picard. She is right. Really? No! <laughs> was it in the holodeck? Her, no, her reasoning was completely wrong, but the answer was <laughs> Good thing it wasn't for bonus points. <laughs> I thought it would have been Kirk. You know, just the logic would show. Because he has horses. Character yeah. I know from that show. Well, and he has horses, so that's why I kind of thought it would be him. Gosh, I uh, didn't even think of that, Glenn. See, I'm glad I didn't have your logic. <laughs> I'd have been wrong. All right. There you go. Well, I don't know where you got. I cannot believe you got a Star Trek question right. (laughs) You'd have got it wrong. So, (laughs) ha! All right, Jennifer, we're ready. Uh, Jessica, your turn to pick one. Okay, uh, let's go with. um, Do you want to do tackle movies? What do you think? Uh, well, movies is going to be out if it's a horse. <laughs> um, I don't know. You want to try tack? Are you English or Western? Yeah. I'm English. Okay. I've done a little. I don't know any of the Western stuff. I've done a little Western, but I'm not going to be much help. All right. Well, let's try tack. What the heck? All right. Let's go for it. All right. Do you know tack? Which of the following is not an item of English tack? Grackle? Lark or Martingale? Oh, I think I know this. 
Obviously, Glenn it, doesn't, so spit it out. <laughs> I'm waiting. <laughs> is it Lark? Final answer? Give me the question again. Final answer. Yeah. Oh, okay. Final answer. He says final answer. And Jessica is correct. Woo-hoo! Yay! Yay! Good. I had no idea. Thank you, Jessica. Now, <laughs> you, got, you guys think the other bonus question. So here's your opportunity oh, no. for an extra half a point yes, to tie correct. the game. It's the tied. score is four point five to four. four. I know. <sighs> All right. Yeah. We're ready. Tied up with this question. Your bonus question. What is lark to lark or larking mean? Okay, Jessica, it's oh, all yours. Lord, I don't know. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> all I know is there's a first name rugged lark, and that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, Lynn Palmsource. But I, yeah, not. Uh, I know that. Does that count? Um, We're looking for the verb. We're looking for the verb. verb. <laughs> what was the piece again? Uh, a lark? I don't even know what it's for. <laughs> No, larking wasn't a piece. Remember, it was what was not an item of tack. Oh, it's not an item of tack. Oh. I just assumed it went on some Western piece. Yeah. No, it's a verb. It's a larking. verb. I think I know it. I think I know it. Oh. Okay, it's your opportunity to steal. Jamie. Joy, do you know what larking is? I think so. I was an English major. So I'm putting my faith in that. Um, I think it means like to frolic. I need more. Is that a gate? Frolic. Is that a gate? Um, (laughs) Come on, Joy. Frolicking, like, um, kind of, um, like, frolicking to play. Well, that's the Webster's Dictionary version. (laughs) (laughs) Has to relate to horses. (laughs) Has to relate to horses? Yes. Yes, it does have a very specific meaning and well, a very said verb, specific. Verb, so I got really excited. Use <laughs> the verb. Yes, I think this is a yeah. larking. Is someone out fox hunting jumps fences unnecessarily? Oh, oh. fox hunting term. Oh, look at you dragging that out. We were way off. Okay, yeah, I don't think any of us was <laughs> getting that. So it's right, still Jamie four, and Joy picked a category. It's 4.5 to 4. Don't Joy play. and I are in the lead. I know. And only like two questions left. All right, Joy, you pick the category. Um, What about tack? Let's go tack. tack. Okay. Do tack. you know tack? This is the final question in the category. This is a multiple choice. What is a Cheyenne roll? Is it A, a type of noseband, B, a sleeping bag used by cowboys, or C, the small lip of the cantle of a western saddle? I think it's C. I would go with that, too. I don't... I don't know it that at all. It just seems a little too... De- like, she's given a little too much detail of that one. So I would go with yeah. Okay, C, final answer. C. C, woohoo! Yeah! I knew Joy, that one, too. you're a genius! Decisively. Wow, I knew that one, too. Darn. It's 5.5. <laughs> 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 
All right, let's go with, uh, well, we, we have, uh, it looks like Easy. we have time for, we're going to lose, but we have a chance for one more question. We can at least be really close. All right, what do we got left, Jennifer? We've got acronyms, movies, or left and right. All right, Jessica, pick. All right, let's do... Uh, let's go with movies again. Movies. All right. Your movie question is name the 2002 animated film featuring the main characters, Little Creek, Rain, and Spirit. Spirit, tell you another swim run. Like one of my favorite movies ever. Love it. (laughs) Yay. I got a little too excited. (laughs) (laughs) I think there's an extra half a point for that. We're tied. Uh, You're a liar. You're a liar and a cheat. (laughs) Well, it looks like this was probably the closest round of trivia ever and the easiest questions that Jennifer's ever asked uh, in trivia. You guys won by half a point. We did. Thank God for the bonus. Jennifer, great job. Um, Joy. Nobody's singing with me. You're on your own. We're amazing. Joy, you're amazing. Great job. We're super champions. Jessica and Glenn. And nice try. You know, I got to give Jessica credit, though, because it would have been a lot less close without Jessica on my team. True. Good job. Good job, guys. Thank you so much for playing with us today. Thanks for having us. Thank you. All right. Um, See you guys. That was fun. BS, you don't get prizes now that I'm the winning team. (laughs) See, I kind of figured that was going to happen. So I'll send Jessica a consolation prize later. You know, guys don't get any. Uh, (laughs) Sounds good. Team Florida. (laughs) That's right. Team Florida. (laughs) Bye. And of, and, of course, both of them are terrific auditors of ours. If you want to become an auditor, just head over to the Horses in the Morning page. Look for the auditor banner in the middle of the page, and it's anything from a dollar a month up. I just sent out 10 mugs yesterday. That means that over the last month, there were 10 people that joined at the $10 a month level. So awesome. I sent out 10 of our mugs yesterday. So they'll be happy to be drinking out of those very shortly. Well, that was fun. I like the team concept. I like it too. And yeah. you're just going to have to rematch me because that was pretty amazing. Pretty Joy close. is a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, they both were. <laughs> they both were. They they knew more answers than us. So there's that. You know, at least that, we have a chance of getting something right if they're helping. Uh, but yeah, we'll do that again. That was a lot of fun. You know what I came across and I had totally forgotten about, and regular listeners are going to remember this. Remember way, way back when we started trivia, we weren't doing ordinary trivia, we did celebrity trivia. I found the bumper for Celebrity Trivia. How many years ago was that? I don't even remember doing that. We had celebrities play against our listeners. So, yeah, and it was, uh, they would come on and it would be one-on-one, the celebrity against the listener. You don't remember that? I don't remember that at all, but I don't remember Monday's show. So, (laughs) is it Monday? Today's Wednesday, right? I don't even know what day it is. What, four or five years ago that we played celebrity trivia? We stopped because it was too hard to get celebrities on every week to do it, and they didn't want to be made fools of. That was the other reason we couldn't get them to come on. (laughs) That was the other problem. Yeah. yeah. We kept having that problem. So, several of them asked for the questions in advance. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> kind of defeated the purpose. And they kept he getting does. beat by the listeners. So after that word got out, then we couldn't get anybody. <laughs> That's yeah. so funny. It was funny. It was doomed. But yeah, I know you got a things to do. We have the Draft Horse episode coming up tomorrow, thanks to the Draft Horse Journal. They'll be here talking all things Draft Horse. And I got the Draft Horse question right. Thank you very much. And then uh, Friday, you'll be back. We'll be playing some really bad ads. Get your really bad ads into Jennifer at horseradionetwork.com. Record your own on your phone and send it in. That gives you double the credits. We'll be announcing this month's prizes as well. And then Jamie will have some more stories for us of what she's been up to out at flag is up farm and how she's making out with what are the two names again um pravate and precious pravate and precious i can't yes. wait to hear all right so sounds good you guys thanks, everybody have a great day thanks for playing jessica enjoy you guys are awesome and great sports we appreciate it everybody have a great day spay neuter and geld